0: good morning community church this is tom and susie coming to you from sunny california in our backyard under our orange tree in really hot weather which don't be jealous it's actually quite miserable and we wish so much we could be with you all this morning in person But we're gonna enjoy being with you here and take what we can get because it's 2020, am I right?
1: Yes, right, there you go. So listen, we wanna share with you this morning some things we feel the Lord's put on our heart just about the uh, situation with the church worldwide, not just there, but everywhere. And uh, you know, sometimes we, we get the idea that we're the only ones suffering or we're the only ones going through situations. But in this situation, this is a Uh, an airplane flying over us, but that's our house, Uh, you know, this is a situation that is affecting the church worldwide. And um, I think it's important for us to do a little bit of inventory, to take a look at what the Holy Spirit's speaking, and um, evaluate and and begin to make plans to go forward.
0: Yeah. Um, I keep thinking of during this time, I think the number one thing that people talk about is the deep loneliness that has come upon people, Um, those of us that have had to self-isolate away from our friends and our family, especially those with pre-existing conditions or the senior citizens, that it's just too dangerous. And that is a deep loneliness. I think it's come on all of us, even for Tom and I, you know, this is our first time literally in our lives of 45 years of ministry and marriage that we have been home. and. You know, even though we now have the blessing of being with our family, there are so many friends and people, you guys, that we miss. We miss being able to get out there and being in the church body and being in the gatherings. And when the the scripture tells us, forsake not the gathering together of the saints, right now we're kind of being forced to forsake it in the flesh. And that's difficult. But, you know, the Lord said this, I think it was in Psalm 68, when he said, listen, the Lord places the lonely in families. And we are the family of God. So we have had to find a way to make that happen.
1: Right, that's true. You know, I think that uh, as we just kind of look at things a little bit, that, um, you know, for years, the church was basically on its deathbed. You know, people didn't go to church. People didn't want to go to church. There were a lot of empty buildings. If you drive through some of the old cities, you see them turned into bed and breakfasts or uh, restaurants or bars or, you know, whatever. But they're not places of, of gathering. And then there was that Holy Spirit awakening, where the Holy Spirit came in your country, our country. We suddenly there was just a, you know, a wonderful time where people were getting born again, baptized in the Spirit, mm-hmm. and the manifestation of the Holy Spirit began to move and bring people into the kingdom. Well, in that, you know, that, that was great, but in that, we, what, what happened to us, we began to begin to build a corporate structure. Now there's nothing wrong with organization there's nothing wrong with having structure except for what happens we begin to build organizations instead of organisms and we were never created to be an organization we are always created to be a family and in that right now that's part of the attack that we're all feeling in our lives is that we're separated from our family So fear comes in, insecurity comes in, lots of things begin to sneak into our lives, like, oh gosh, are we ever gonna meet together again? Am I ever going to be able to go to, do I dare go to church again? With all the fear and insecurity, and yet inside of us, like Susie was saying, that that area of longing, that place of, of just emptiness, that we really need to see the manifest presence of Jesus in our lives. As we are praying for you guys and just asking the Lord what to say to you and how to speak to you, which you know, right now for me especially, it's a little bit awkward because you know I I really enjoy looking at the faces and and listening to what the Holy Spirit speaking. Can you have my face. Oh yes, that's lovely, and that the things that are going on in the congregation, to kind of discern. But in that, what what I felt like is the Lord was saying that He wanted to begin to deal with the hearts of the individuals that are in the congregation. Yeah. You know, I felt like some of you are under a lot of stress, just in the areas of a family tension. you know, maybe you've been together too much, you know, or maybe it's just been the house is too small, there's no place to hide, and it's beginning to cause there to be tension or emotional stress, yeah, and the Lord would just begin to speak to us, a place of peace, that mental anxiety that 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 thing that causes you to wring your hands and to to be concerned about tomorrow. Uh, you know, the Lord would just come and supersede the circumstances and really begin to speak to you and bring you peace and to allow you to find that place of life in Him. I
0: think more than, you know, I know what was on Tom's heart to share with you this morning, what's been on our heart, is somehow we have to cohesively find a way to remain and function as that organism, as family, that we can still pour into one another's lives. But, you know, for me, I'll just be honest, the problem I have is I know I know that I need to pour into other people's lives, but it's really hard to pour into people's lives when you feel empty. Yeah. And so it's part of what's been on my heart, aside from the whole fi- family dynamic and the loneliness thing is that, listen, I've gotta find my place and my watering. You know, the, the one thing I've learned, and, and this is funny, Tom and I in our 45 years have never been home so much in our life. We have a lovely never backyard. Never had to do so much
1: in my life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we are getting stuff done here and we are, you know, fixing up the house but our backyard is lovely. I should, I should have taken you on a little tour of it, but it's only lovely now because in all of our years living here, we don't have time for the garden. We don't have time to water plants. We have this little automated system that kind of waters them, but apparently it was never enough. It was just surviving, but not flourishing. And it's funny, since we've been home, I started watering plants and they started growing. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> if you water a plant, it will actually flourish and not just survive. And I think for a lot of us, we've been just surviving, but we haven't been watering ourselves and we haven't been flourishing. And in order to give away from ourselves, we must have something to give. And I think right now, you know, what I want to say to you, if not now, when? Now is the time that you water yourselves, that you begin to delve into the word of God, that you take your time in prayer, that you spend that time that you suddenly now have and really sink in and draw close to the father. And as we draw close to him, what does he say in John 15? He says, listen, I am the vine and you are the branches. If you are apart from me, you'll die right. I and mean, that's essentially what it says plants without water will die. A vine broken off, a branch broken off from the vine will die. And now is the time that we begin to sustain ourselves in the word, in fellowship, in intimacy with him, that we begin to flourish. Do you see my orange tree back here? Look at this lovely orange. Listen, it's because I'm watering this thing and it's flourishing. And now as people come around me, I will have something to give to them. I will be able to make the phone calls. Maybe I can't show up at their door, but I can make the phone calls. I can send the letters. I can bring the encouraging words. And then in doing that, guess what? We remain family. Yeah, that's right. We remain family because that's what family does. That's right. And God places the lonely in families, right. and we are the family of yeah. God.
1: You know, with that, I think that is the thing though. It isn't, it isn't structure that makes it happen. It's heart. I don't love my wife because I've got to, I love her because I want to. The things that we do, the things that we plan, you know, it isn't that rehearsed scenario. And I think sometimes when we become corporate, what happens, we lose that point of intimacy and everything becomes, well, the pastor has to call you yeah. because, yeah. you know, you weren't in church Sunday. Or, hey, how's your giving going along? You know, I don't give to the church because, well, I'll go to hell if I don't, or I'll be in big trouble if I don't. But because it's scriptural, and I want yeah. to do what's best. It's being
0: a family That's member. Right, doing
1: what's best for yeah. the family and taking care of those needs. So whatever it may be, whatever the circumstances, isn't motivated out of this, but it's motivated out of this. Yeah. we begin to see no i want to serve the family i want to take care of the family i want to do the things that are necessary to see the church become what it's supposed to become because this is my house this is my family
0: yeah yeah right now there's some crazy stuff going on over our fence and i think it's funny because this is what family is it's noisy and loud and crazy and you can't always control everything but you press on and you you show up for one another and, yeah, that's what we're doing, yeah. and that's what we want to encourage you to do. I want to it read It doesn't this. have to be perfection.
1: In Philippians 4, verse 6 and 7, it says this, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all that He's done. Then you will be able to experience God's peace, which exceeds every, anything we can understand. His peace will guard your heart and mind as you live in Christ yes. Jesus. that's it yeah you know and and I think this is if we look at God as the big you know CEO in the sky how would you approach him you need to make an appointment but if you look at him as father and you look at each other as brothers and sisters then you begin to realize that this isn't this isn't about that gathering you know corporately it's like we're we're knitted with you even right now you know we're far away from you and Man, we are, we're supposed to be with you this week and, and and have fellowship with you and go to lunch with you and so on and so forth. But even though we're separate, our hearts are still reaching out to you because we're we, still family. Yeah, we care about what God's doing yeah. in the family. Yeah. And He cares about what's going on in each and every one of our lives as well.
0: Yeah. So right now we want to pray for you for those areas of loneliness and brokenness and depression those areas of fear, you know what? Let's remember this, perfect love casts out yeah. fear. And we contain, we contain that perfect love. Those of us that know Christ Jesus, listen, Christ in us, the hope of glory. It, it assures us that we will share in his glory. And for those of you that don't know the Lord, now is the time, yeah. Yeah. now is the time. God places the lonely in families. So now is the time for you to come into the family, And arms are wide open, Christ's arms are wide open to receive you into the family. Our arms, as your potential new family members, our arms are wide open to you. And we pray that today you would make a decision to come to Christ, to come to know Him, to receive Him into your heart, to be your Lord and Savior. You need to be in family. You need to be in God's family because He created you. He loves you. He knows the plans and destinies He has for you, and they are good. So we pray right now, if there's anybody out there, that you would make a decision today to come to know Jesus, that you would ask Him to come into your heart to be your Lord and Savior. And that's all you need to do. Is confess your sin say Lord I am a broken person I am lost I have done wrong but I ask your forgiveness now and I ask you to come into my heart and to be my Lord and Savior and then for those of us that know him but have somehow forgotten the truth that gets us in trouble when we forget the truth that gets us lost that gets us sitting in dark rooms in our hearts and our minds that we don't belong in because he is the way and he is the truth and he is the light so what we need to do right now is remember that we need to open our eyes and see the lord's face right and father we we pray right now i pray right now that you would lift you would open the curtains in those dark rooms, Lord, that you would remind each one of our hearts of your truth and your reality and your love. Father, I pray right now that you would um, lift us up out of the mire and out of the dark places and out of the loneliness and remind us that you are with us every moment you are with us. I pray for peace that passes all understanding in families that are dealing with tension and anxiety. I pray for provision for the families that are dealing with loss and need. I pray for healing for those of us that are sick and and affected um, by the virus, but also for those that are just right now sick with other ailments. I pray right now for your healing hand physically, spiritually, emotionally, and financially, Lord. We ask that right now in Jesus' name.
1: You know, guys, even as, um, as Susie was praying and, just, you know, and and looking at those situations, you know, I want you to look at yourself as a community member right now, as part of community church in that situation, and understand that this is not the time to withdraw from one another. This is the time to let the Holy Spirit come and bring every thought captive and make it obedient to the Word of God. We will not live, and we will not live under the oppression of this attack that's on us all. Understand that this, there is a physical situation. Yes, there is a physical reality. But there's also a spiritual reality to what's going on. And what it is, is the enemy is trying to isolate us mentally. Even if we can't meet physically, he's trying to separate us mentally and spiritually to stop us from believing for the purposes of God, for our community, for our neighborhood, for our area, for our nations, that we would become isolated and the church would burn out. Yeah. You know, it's just like a coal in a fire. You take it out, put it on the side, give it a while, you can pick it up with your hands. But what the Lord wants to yeah. do is put us back into that place spiritually, yes. that we would not lose the burn during this season of time. Yeah. So in that, when you when you feel that fear, when you feel that anxiety, when you feel that apprehension, understand it isn't just about you it's about the kingdom of god and that we need to circle the wagons at this point and begin to come back together in a point of of solidarity at least mentally and emotionally and spiritually and begin to pray for our community look at it look at what god is doing in your congregation look at all the things that are happening all around you look at the growth look at the excitement the freedom of the spirit that has been breaking loose in the church Wouldn't it seem just like the enemy to come to steal, to kill and destroy and stop the manifestation of the presence of God? That scripture we read, it says, you know, that he'll keep us in perfect peace. It also says, we read another translation, that it's the peace that passes all understanding. And that's really what the world needs to see right now. We're not the only ones nervous. We're not the only ones fearful. Listen, the world is wringing its hands it's wiping its brow because of the insecurity that's come. Nobody knows, you know, everybody's well when things get back to normal. What the heck will normal be? We will never be like we were before. We will approach things totally different worldwide. We look at our situation, we're talking to our airlines almost uh, every other day just, you know, and finding out new regulations, new changes, things that have basically Mm -hmm. grounded us and stopped us from doing what we think we could or should do. Well, as we plan for the next, you know, 2021, we can't even talk to people about that because yeah. nobody knows what's going to happen. Conferences that we are scheduled to be in, meetings we are scheduled to be in, are now all on ice and who knows? So it doesn't stop us from being who we are in Jesus. It doesn't stop us from being what we're supposed to do in Jesus. So in that, I want that peace of the Lord, the rule and reign in my heart, and I want to continually progress To the purposes of god and i believe that's really something the lord would do for the whole church that we would not lose the ground that we've put our feet on that we don't have to pay for this real estate twice yeah
0: yeah and hey let's believe what we believe you know what you know we bat the scripture around all the time but it's a reality christ is greater as he that is in me than he that's in the world and we've seen what the world has to dish out but we know what god dishes out And so we receive that now and remember what you believe, stand, having done all, stand. Don't move, call one another, encourage one another with the word of God, speak to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Don't sit and be depressed, but move immediately. You know, the scripture tells us this in Isaiah 58, if you will stretch forth your hand in love and give, it says you will be healed speedily. And I think if you feel like you're sinking, then don't yeah. don't just sink. Reach out your hand and love somebody else who's sinking, that's right. and see how quickly you are pulled out of that yeah. mire. That's
1: right. Be good family members. Yeah. Really be good family. Essentially, members. Essentially, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. And so love love those that you hear are in trouble, yeah. and are those who are lonely. And if you're concerned about the social distancing, well, phone line is pretty good. You know, you can call yeah. them and be yeah. safe over the phone. But you need to reach out and show your love sure. to one another. Let's not let this become a situation where the, where the enemy sifts through and begins to uh, sift out people who are lonely and weak and fearful, and then he get, they get devoured by the enemy. Yeah. Let's rise up and be the body of Christ. Let's love one another. And some of the pastors I've been talking to corporately, I've just said to them, guys, they're not gonna remember your building. They're not gonna remember yeah. your organizations or your program. They're gonna remember what you did during this time to reach out and show the personality of Jesus, to show the love and the concern of Jesus. And guys, you are so anointed for that. Yeah. You affect your town amazingly. Let's not let the enemy win on any front. We pray right now, Holy Spirit, would you come and bring life? Holy Spirit, would you come and remove the, the fear and the insecurity that would dominate and stop people from uh, just being who they're supposed to be in you, manifest yourself in truth, show yourself in truth, bring life, and Father, for the whole community there, come Holy Spirit, bring healing, bring deliverance, bring freedom, bring life, in Jesus' Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Guys, we love you, and hopefully, hopefully, hopefully soon, we'll be able to be back together with you again, and um, until then, from sunny California. Sorry, hasn't rained in a long time here. No, no, no rain in the future either. Love you. We'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Bye
0: bye.